I'm still figuring out how to like bundle myself in a sleeping bag so that Dan can drag me around the house and simulate being in Disneyland. <laughs> That's amazing. That that eight. Hey, I feel like you you're you're pioneering something there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hi guys and welcome. This podcast is devoted to helping you guys find faith and have hope in the pandemic. Created as an attempt to bridge the two meter gap between two real best friends. Yep, that's us. My name is Shaz. And I'm Emma. And welcome to our podcast. Grab a cup of tea and join us for some stories and probably a lot of laughs. Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. As usual, we're here to talk about faith, fun and frustrations in the time of COVID. And it also gives us time to catch up as best mates. Yep. I love doing this every week. It's so much fun and it's a great chance to catch up. So fun. And we're both really excited to have the man, the myth, the legend... (laughs) Joshua Smith hey. on the podcast today. What what a joy. What a joy to be here. Can I be best buds as well with you guys now since I'm on the call? No, no, it's an exclusive club. Oh, I, I thought so. I thought it might be. I thought it might be. <laughs> Josh, we love you. We champion you. And we've been so blessed to be around to watch your journey for a little while. I actually met you before you even had a beard, Ooh, which is mental. Snap. There was a like a memory that came up on Facebook. I think it was from like seven years ago. It was wow. just as also no more started. I had like the OG t-shirt on. Yes. And we had a picture and you didn't have a beard. And I was like, this is so this is nuts. This is, that means it's a really long time ago. <laughs> that is intense. It's a different time. It's a di- it's a different era. It's like BC. Do you know what I mean? It's like it marks yeah. a different era in my life. Before beard. But yeah, you've been you've been there, you've been there from the beginning before beard. Before BB, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners a bit about who you are, uh, what you do, and what isolation looks for you right now? Ooh, good questions. All right, so I uh, I spend most of my time working with um, two things, people and words. So I realized from early on I love people and I love words, and I've basically tried to do as much as I can to, to make my whole life about those two things. And, and it's working right now. I'm blagging it, but it's working right now. So um, I, uh, I'm a poet and I'm a pastor and, and I love it, man. I, I, I love that. I love the whole concept that our words matter and our words can impact mm. and shape our lives and the lives of others. And there is nothing more important to me than people. So I spend most of my life just trying to work out a way to do both of those things uh, simultaneously. And it's working out. It's working out right now. Nice. Isolation, isolation changes on a week to week basis. I was meant to be on the road from the end of March until pretty much the end of May. Wow. Like my calendar was booked and I was so excited. And so much of 2019 was leading up to this moment. Like I was building and, um, and then in one week, everything, everything dropped. Mm. When you say on the road, you don't just mean like stood on the road. Just like on the road with like a little little knapsack, just kind of walking along, you know. <laughs> just the sign, God is here. Yeah, just like going to National Trust properties and just hanging around. <laughs> um, no, no, I wasn't, not just sitting on a pavement, as, as good as that sounds. No, it was tours and festivals and stuff. But yeah, and all just this, this, this disappeared overnight. And so I was initially gutted with that. And then 
I feel I'm very privileged. I'm very privileged. I have a house that I love. I have a wife that I adore. And so isolation has meant nesting. We've got baby on the way in T minus like five weeks. So honestly, I'm kind of, I'm looking at life like, how was I going to do this being on the road? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful. And I'm, but I know, look, I know how, how immensely difficult this time is for so many people. So I, I say that with a huge amount of gratitude. Um, you know, I got, I got a frustration. I felt like Karen had a weird day this weekend. You know, you could start arguing and stuff. We're like, what's, what's going on? Like, we're like, ah, we're both feeling the angst yeah. for like the first time, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to, I was like, what do you want to be doing? And she's like, I don't want to be seeing some friends and having a coffee. And I was like, what do you want to be doing? I was like, I don't want to be in London, like bouncing around vibey spots and like in the bustle, you know what I mean? <laughs> there was one day where I, uh, my husband and I woke up and I was like, what should we do today? Should we go to a park? Should we go to the beach? Like, and just daydreaming. <laughs> and he let me. And then I ended up texting <laughs> Emma saying we were going to a theme park and did she want to come? <laughs> I felt like it kind of got yes. a bit unfair by the end of it. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> oh. Just go in there in your mind. Oh, the oasis, the, the mirage in the desert. Yeah. You, you set yourself up for a big fall eventually, though. Yeah. And then you're just yeah. like sliding down your stairs in, in an attempt to like feel what it's like to be on a roller coaster. Uh. I'm still figuring out how to like bundle myself in a sleeping bag so that Dan can drag me around the house and simulate being in Disneyland. That's amazing. That, that ain't. I feel like you, you're, you're pioneering something in there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Josh, one thing we always do on the podcast is go over our highs and our lows from the week because we feel like it's important to value the struggle as well as all the good stuff that is inevitably mm. coming out at this time. So what's been your low of the week and then what's been your high of the week? Mm. Good question. Okay. I would say my low of the week, I, I felt burdened this week by just, just honestly acknowledging how difficult this time is for so many people. And I've got mm-hmm. a couple of really close friends that are really, really struggling. And I, I've actually gone to bed each night and just not been able to fall asleep because I'm lying in bed just thinking about how difficult it is and how really mm-hmm. how difficult it is to actually make an impact on these people's lives in the way that I would have done in, in the old world. If you could be there. Yeah, totally. Give them a hug. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I felt that and I felt really sad about that. I felt sad that I don't know when my when my parents will meet my daughter or when, yeah. <laughs> you know, when Kara's mom and dad will hold her for the first time. Who knows when we'll be able to get on a plane and go to Canada and see them. And so we're having to adjust to like a, a birth kind of plan, which is different. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably been the low. Do you know what I mean? Of like, oh, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, this changes the story. This is really, this is really impactful. Are your parents uh, like working out to? Because the first time they hold your baby, she might be a little bit heavier than they expect. <laughs> I, I said I can't wait for you to be there for when she graduates university. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 18th birthday! I know. I know. We've been in uh, so fog for 18 years. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's that's been intense. What about your high of the week? Uh, I got I got a couple. I um I've become a roast dinner enthusiast. What? Over <laughs> isolation. I saw that on Instagram. <laughs> Honestly, like I I went from never making a roast to making a roast multiple times a week. 
isn't it just vegetables? I feel like for all the non-vegans out there, they always rave about roast dinners, but like the majority of it is vegetables. But that is it. That's the point. Like I, I would say mm. the art of a good roast is perfecting the veg and it's such it's so difficult to so shout out to all the vegans who work with vegetables much more commonly than i do and have probably found a million different ways to uh, you know re-experience a pepper or a potato re-experience <laughs> yeah i'm like okay how how, how do you do the roast potatoes this time oh let's try the goose fat oh which again sorry that doesn't apply to the vegans uh but you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I am i'm enjoying the diversity that comes with cooking i'm, I'm really enjoying cooking that is definitely a high. I've also I've also got into um, wood car- uh, spoon carving. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that's that's my that's my isolation hobby, and my yes, I, my hands Josh. have been so cut up by it, but I'm really enjoying it. That's definitely been a high. Spoon carving. How did that come about? Literally, this guy this clip came up on YouTube of this massive Nordic dude, tattoos, <laughs> big beard with just an axe and a piece of wood and it's 15 minutes really well mic'd up but no talking and no music so all you hear is <clears throat> and this is gonna sound so weird for the podcast listeners but he just takes his one axe and he cuts this log of wood into this beautiful spoon and i was like that's amazing so i bought an axe and i bought some knives and, and i've got wood and i've been doing it like every other day you know what we need it. We're going to need a picture of your final yeah. spoon. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I have a spoon here, but we'll, po- we'll post a picture of my spoon versus your spoon. I didn't make this. My husband made this. Did your husband make that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh, that you just see as a, as a spoon carver, as a spoon carver, <laughs> I, I, I I know a little bit about the the expertise and the patience that it took to create that. I'm so impressed because most of my spoons look like knives. Yeah, you you uh, you start carving spoons and you end up carving your hands. Isn't that right? I have bled so much. <laughs> I have bled so much in the last week. It's bad. It's not it, like yeah. I have to like hide it from Kara. She, uh, you get these gloves. I I got these gloves. To, for the carving like chain metal yeah pretty much they're like they are intense they're, and she's like put your gloves on us like, I, I don't need that. i'm not kind of like getting in that angle and then oh and i have to hide i have to hold my hand it's like red crimson it's just pouring down so i have to put my gloves on now like before i do it man you make cutting your hand in like spoon carvings even sound poetic red cris- crimson bleeding in my hand the crimson river runs down my palms <laughs> Wish I could make a spoon for my mom. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, you got game. You got bars. 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 Isolation bars. Um, what about your high and low of the week? <laughs> I have a couple. What about them? Oh, what were you going to say, Josh? No, no. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were like re-asking me the question. I was like, um, yeah, pretty much still the roast and the spoon carving. So yeah, carry, carry on, Emma. <laughs> It's not your turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of highs. So I ran 5K for the first time on Saturday. Whoa. Yeah. So I, was, I did the, um, the challenge that's going around at the moment on social media. Run 5K, donate five pounds, nominate five people. And I've been on runs before and like, you know, workout and stuff. But I've never run 5K because I just, I don't really see the point. <laughs> 
this was my point. <laughs> and I ran it, I, I ran it all the way, and I did it in less than half an hour, wow. which Whoa. is insane. Emma, that's amazing. I was so chuffed. I was on a high wow. all day on Saturday. I was like, Yay! That's impressive. That's really impressive. I'm really proud of you, but please, please, whatever you do, don't nominate me. <laughs> don't worry. I nominated my sister and she was not pleased with me. <laughs> But yeah, that was like amazing. And also, guys, I cut my own fringe what? yesterday. It looks good. That's amazing. Thank you. It looks so I good. I was so worried it was going to end up like to one side or it was going to end up being like non-existent. Oh, I wish you'd um, ended up with like a like a really wonky fringe. <laughs> like a tent, like, like the opening of a tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, I had my friend Faith on FaceTime. Um... And she coached me through it. So, yeah. Wow. That's impressive. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, the, my low was like, I, I had a couple of days, end of last week, Friday, Saturday. Just, I had a headache and like my eyes were really dry and really quite sore. Mm. And that wasn't fun. Uh, but I've, I'm on, I think I'm on the other side of that now. I think it was just looking at screens so much. And also I haven't been able to like, I go and see an osteopath kind of every few months and I haven't been able to see him for ages and my neck and shoulders are just really tight. So I think that was probably playing part, but yeah, we're all good now. So nice. yeah, that's me. What about you, Shaz? Okay. So my high of the week was definitely sneaking off to the woods to hang hammocks this weekend. Nice. So Dan and I have some friends, Robbie Popejoy, and he has friends. <laughs> I was like, we have friends other than you, Em. <laughs> I only had three. One of them is my husband, the other is Robbie. That's a solid friend choice. That's a good friend choice. Count them on my fingers. <laughs> no, so our, our friend Robbie has a friend who owns a plot of woodland nice. so it's a private woodland so we we all went up we kept our distance from each other and we just hung hammocks opposite each other dan made a fire had a cup of tea yes. it was just really nice to get outdoors like that's my happy place my low of the week however i'm gonna share some realness with you guys right now me and my husband are doing the HTB marriage course and I talked about this literally like two weeks ago on the podcast and I was like it's great it's all about communication and intentionality and we just want to be better and then um session two and three came and knocking uh and they were all about communication session three in particular was communication in conflict Oh, come on. Uh, I did not enjoy that session. <laughs> <laughs> it literally made me vomit. When I get stressed, I throw up. And on Wednesday wow. night, I just woke up and threw up. Oh, so Ooh. I spent a little bit more time last week in bed than mm. usual. Um, mm. I am an Enneagram 7. So I am like a moth to the flame when it comes to things that are fun, enjoyable, lighthearted. Easy going, like canoeing, <laughs> you know, tend to shy away from conversations where I might end up feeling guilty or ashamed or fighting. Josh, you're an Enneagram 7 too, right? Yes, I am. Can you relate? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go where the darkness is. Mm. Don't take me to the dark lands. Don't take me to Mordor. <laughs> I don't go to Mordor. 
No, I, no, absolutely, absolutely. The funny thing about that, isn't it? It's like communication and conflict. It's probably going to create some conflict. Right. <laughs> and it's like, like, oh, okay. No, but that's 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 so good. That's good. Oh, there you go. So Enneagram Seven. Oh, that's so good. So good. Refra- yeah. I reframed it already. Oh, that's awesome. Well done. I can't even be like that. That sounds really tough, man. That sounds that's really. That sounds really bad. tough. I'm that sounds, that sounds tough. We have to be like, yeah. I mean, but the positive is, yeah. you don't totally. have to have that conversation again. No, literally. No, we we had this the other day. In um, Kara, Kara described it as from the from from the kitchen table to the kitchen counter you reframed that really difficult thing that you just told me about. So this has just happened because like Kara's an Enneagram four. So she's like, Oh, really feeling it. Like, Oh no. Then I get to the kitchen counter, like four steps away. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, that's fine. And she's like, how did you reframe that so quick? So, but it's funny because a lot of our like conflict comes out of that of like, how do we, how do we create space for both the, um, we call it the dark and twisty. Oh, I like that. The dark and twisty, and and also also the bright and you know whatever the bright and optimistic, whatever you want to call it, and and just create that really really good. It's not middle ground. It's like no, well, let's go to both ends of the spectrum and learn to be there. And that's not easy. No, <laughs> we were talking about movies last week, and I'm saying anything that makes me cry, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> just. <laughs> don't be there like I find it just really hard to toe the line between like what do I feel guilty for and then where do I feel shame Mm. you know apologizing not like for who I am but what I've Mm. done I find that yeah I just shrink back from it yeah the other question we like to ask on the podcast is about entertainment we figure if we share what's keeping us like entertained, what we're reading or listening to or watching, it might help our listeners spend less time scrolling through Netflix just to try and find something decent. So, yes, Josh, what are you loving right now? Um, spoon carving videos are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I um, we kind of have a no screen zone during during our week. So, which I'm loving because when we get to the weekend, it's like. I, I love movies. I, I love, I love, I mean, I saw you put a status up the other day. I, I so respected it. It was like, yeah. guys, what do you recommend watching? I've got Prime, Apple, Netflix. Yeah, everything. <laughs> um, but I'm the same. I'm the same. Like, I want to have everything. I want to have order choice and I want to, like, uh-huh. indulge. And I think yes. the thing is awesome. We live in this amazing age. And so just creating a bit of space so you don't do it all the time really makes it kind of Friday night flipping movie night. Yeah. Is so exciting, and there's so much and you know variety. So, re- yeah, I've been reading. I I've read. I just finished reading The Hobbit, which I wanted. I read that when I was nice. my dad read it to me when I was young, and I wanted to read that for ages. And so I started reading that at the beginning of the quarantine. And honestly, like, just read that book, man. It's just amazing. Like this epic narrative um, that you just get lost in. And so I'm kind of working my way through like big narrative epics that I haven't that I've wanted to read for a while I haven't read for a while so finished that and now I'm, now I'm reading The Revenant which is have you, have you guys seen the film yes I watched it through my fingers <laughs> I was I was worried for Leo and I was also oh. worried for the bear the bear attack in the book is so much worse than in the film 
if you can imagine oh, I that. I just don't want that bear to die, though. It's so, I know, it's it, it's really intense. But I'm enjoying, um, I read a lot of nonfiction. So I, I read a lot of, uh, in the kind of like theology, philosophy kind of realm. So I'm really enjoying in this time, my entertainment is really coming from what I'd kind of describe as epic narratives, you know, like long stories that you can't just, mm. you've got to really invest into the characters of like, all right, all right, Bilbo, I'm in, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you for the... I'm with you for the duration. Like, let's go. So yeah, I've I've been enjoying books. Definitely. Love it. I have been reading books also, but um, they involve far fewer long <laughs> words, especially made up words. I did try and read Lord of the Rings once and I got to the map and I was like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. If you if you need a map to understand this, I'm out. <laughs> uh, uh, I literally was like, I can't, I can't imagine this place. So it it just will never exist for me. Right. <laughs> so I read a lot of young adult fiction. Nice. And when I say young adult fiction, I mean like thirteen year olds fiction books. <laughs> so I have both sides of the spectrum. Like you, I'm reading like theology, like self help, intentionality books, yeah. and then just to wind down. I need like something I could just read through and right. ignore the spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nice. So I, nice. I've been reading this oh, book nice. series called The Transient, which is set in a future like oh, wow. realm, dystopian, and they figured out what day you're gonna die. And the like main wow. character is like, I'm gonna die in two years, what does it mean? And then Wow. There's lots of twists and turns. It's just trying to rebel and be like, it's false, but is it true? But I'm scared I'm going to die, but I think it's false. Right. <laughs> the transient. Yeah, it's not a great book, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, the writing is pretty poor, but I really enjoyed it. Like, I think I think that is a guilty pleasure. That's what that's called. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed it. And the nice. third book came out. It's supposed to come out tomorrow, but I've actually pre-ordered it. <laughs> yes. You're in. You're in deep. You're invested, Chaz. You're all the way in. I am, yeah, I've read two. You're all the way. You're invested. I read the second one in a day. Yeah, and uh, I'm invested. I, I'm, I'm just going to throw something out there, that what you've described isn't too far from Middle Earth. Like, you're talking about a different realm, yeah. a quest. Yeah. I think... I think you've just gone and found uh, Middle Earth in a different context, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, far less long words. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What about you, Em? Um, well, we all know I've been rereading Harry Potter. I've spoken about that a couple of times. So I'm on yes. the second book. That is great. I love it. <laughs> I literally, I just think the, the Harry Potter story just totally gets me. There's something in every book that's like, Oh, it's just amazing. Who do you who do you identify with the most? Hermione. <laughs> that is you. I mean, I always wanted to be Hermione. Yeah, you are. But she's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She I is mean, annoying. Uh, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she gets less annoying as the books go on. I think she gets a bit more like in the first book, particularly. She's all like. Um, you know, play strictly by the rules, like she tells Harry and Ron off all the time. But then by but in the second book, she's the one wanting to break the rules. She's the one convincing them that, that 
yeah let's mm. go make some polyjuice potion and go like Oof. go go find out what Malfoy is up to basically so that's quite mm-hmm. is quite an interesting like turnaround are you yes. Hermione book two? <laughs> um, I think I I don't I follow the rules. I don't mm. think I'm as I don't think I would be as explicit as Hermione and go and tell people off if they weren't following the rules. I don't know. But I would probably do it in my head. I'd probably do that in my head. To be honest, I I mean, which house are you in? Oh, hundred percent, obviously. <laughs> wow, wow, just straight in there, Josh. What about you? Have you taken the quiz? Um, I have not taken the quiz. You'd be Gryffindor, Josh, 100%. <laughs> it, 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 what, why? Why? Because Gryffindor is all about having courage, being brave. It's being innovative. It's being loyal. Like, that is definitely you. Josh! Yes! <laughs> just standing up, waving <laughs> his arms. You just caused something to come up in me just then, like, ugh. Yes. I'm Gryffindor! <laughs> I w- would just like to put out there that I am a Slytherin. <laughs> now, why? Why is that? Because I, I, I so, I mean, I don't know much. I, I associate that with like um, Snape. Yeah, yeah, they're the bad guys. Yeah, but you're not a bad guy, Shaz. But are they cool? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they are the bad guys in the movie, but they just get typecast because, like, people just don't like the goths of the world. They don't understand them, do they? They're confused. <laughs> yeah, but they're not goths. They're actually bad people. No. Yeah. No, we've been through this, Emma. <laughs> There's no bad people. We talked about this last last week on the Disney quiz. <laughs> and we came to villainy and we talked about villains. Hurt people hurt people. Yes. You're not just born a bad, evil villain. Well, sorry. Um, Saruman. Lord of the Rings. I, I just don't think Saruman ever had a bit of good in him. Maybe they'll, they'll make a backstory where Sour, Sour Man, Sour Man, Sour Man? The, the Sour Man, the man who was sour. <laughs> the Sour Man has like an epic love story and is like heartbroken and that's how he turns sour. Ooh, snap. Okay, so he's almost a sort of a bitter man. Bitter man. Yeah. Bitter man, yeah. He's bitter. All right. Like Maleficent. Yeah. But anyway, I am definitely a Slytherin because I just, I like breaking the rules and being sneaky and snakes. And I choose a snake over an owl. And, you know, I, I want to learn about potions and tricking people and instead of like, I don't know, being brave. <laughs> and courageous. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, so Harry Potter. I'm also watching this series. I've just started it on Amazon Prime. And it's called um, Modern Love. Oh, and it's... so good. Have you seen it? Anne Hathaway, yeah. Watched it in like, watched it like two days. I was just like, yeah. so good. Oh, the stories are just so good. I know, they're true as well. Are they? Yeah, which is, yeah, they're based on essays, personal essays written in the New York Times, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're so good. They say that some bits have been fictionalised, but they're just brilliant stories. Like the first one where she's like really close with her doorman and he's like her dad and he like protects her. Oh. Oh, I love it. The Russian dude, I love that. Yeah, so he was like, he is not good for you. No. He is not good for you. <laughs> I yes. know, in 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. Tell oh, me. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, I'm making my way through that. Was that a recommendation to your status that you put up? 
it actually wasn't I don't I don't think so anyways but it came up Amazon Prime recommended it for me and I looked at it because I'm loving This Is Us at the moment like This Is Us is amazing and I was like I really want something that like fills that hole when I don't watch it because I'm watching it with Karina so if I want to watch something and she's not around then I can't watch it like crossing storylines intertwining like yeah like something just feel good and like heartwarming and that hit the spot nice so yes I'm watching that and then the last thing I'm doing is I haven't quite finished it yet but I've been listening to the I Way podcast with Demi Lovato Mm. so um, Jamila Jamil's inter- interviewed her um, just about about her like experience I guess in the media and growing up and going through all of this stuff that she's been so open about and she's one of like very few people that has spoken so candidly about mental health and eating disorders and yeah. you know suicide all that kind of thing so yeah so I've been listening to that and she she actually talks a lot about um, well she references a lot her relationship with God um, and I, I just I find it re- like really interesting some of the stories that she she shared like she talks about a couple of prophecies that she had wow. um which is like insane like they're insane like crazy like uh, accurate <laughs> like nuts like people prophesied over her that she'd be like a role model to like thousands and thousands of people and like wow. just all this stuff about her music and it's crazy nice yeah recommend a lesson Speaking of God, actually, like Josh, another thing that we like to talk about in our podcast each week is what are we learning from God or what are we like receiving um, from him in our faith life? So, yeah, just wondering what's going on for you in that area at the moment. Oof, good question. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Emma, you, you've, we've chatted about this over the last couple of weeks, but I, um, I'm learning a lot about rest. Yeah. Um, I'm learning a lot about that rest is like is so multifaceted and so layered. Mm. Um, I'm learning about the rest that Jesus brought for us that we can receive through him mm. and how it is such a disciplined and often difficult path. Jesus says um, the way to life is a narrow way. The way to destruction is a is a wide path. And I always grew up seeing that as like this kind of eternal conversation. but he was talking to a culture that was very focused on the here and now that didn't have a huge consciousness for what was to come, but here and now. And he's saying to, to live in a way which breeds life is narrow. It's difficult. It's countercultural. And so and I'm realizing that. So I'm realizing that with rest to actually really, truly live in a place of rest, is really difficult. Yeah. And it takes mm-hmm. a lot of, it takes a lot of work. Um, ironically, and a lot of um, a lot of letting go and a lot of discipline and and so yeah that that that's something I'm really learning in this time I'm learning about the Sabbath all over again I'm learning about Hebrews four talks about that the Israelites could have inherited so much if they hadn't been disobedient and they were disobedient in their unwillingness to rest yeah and I said this thing to Kara like last year just it just came out of me I was like I'm realizing that. Um, until I rest in God, I'll miss the rest of God, you know? Mm. And I just said it and I feel like I'm learning that now. Like, so that looks like everything from carving out my rhythms throughout the day to reflect it. And the Sabbath each week, um, that's probably the primary thing that I'm learning. And I know I've got a baby on the way. I know our life is about to get 
reshaped in many respects. So I feel like this is a foundational. Restless. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is like this is they learn learn this now, like be on the journey mm. now, which which I feel really grateful for. I feel like the theme of everything you've told us today is about you carving something. Spoons, <laughs> <laughs> carving out time for rest, you know. Definitely. Come on. We'll call you Josh Smith, the carver. Oh, that's the, the name of your next EP, right? Please, uh, without a doubt. It's just me holding a spoon. It's just me holding a spoon. <laughs> I think I, I get that because, like, I spent the majority of my week last week in bed and I found it really hard walking that line between earning my salvation, doing things like vlogging and podcasting and editing and even reading. If I can do those things, I kind of feel like I'm being a good Christian um, versus like just sitting in bed all day and doing nothing and living in God's grace. But like the reality is all of my efforts whether it's reading or editing, are as good as being bedbound because nothing I could do can validate God's sacrifice for me. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, that reality of like, whether I'm bedbound or I'm busy, God still loves me the same. But yeah. living in it is really hard. Like, I want to be productive. I want to mm-hmm. like value the time I have and I want to make the most of it. And if I can't do that and kind of prove my worth, I find it really, really difficult to be like, I have value because you say I have value, God. Yeah. And um, what about you? My mum, she keeps sending me these gems of articles that are just like amazing. She sent me another one last week and it was all about like Jesus being a safe place. Nice. Um, and kind of within that, it, it talked about fear. Um, and the Bible tells us not to be afraid. Um, but I think every single person experiences fear. Yeah we as Christians know that we're told like, do not fear, but that, but we still experience it. So what do we do with that? Like, right. do we, do we suppress it? Do we deny it? Do we feel guilty because we feel it and we know we're not supposed to, you know, or is that actually right? And, um, in this article, there was just like a couple of sentences that like, it really like spoke to me. Uh, yeah. It said, what if expressing our fear to God in prayer is an act of faith? Doing so demonstrates that we have faith that he is caring and compassionate towards us in our suffering. Mm. It shows that we have faith that he will not reject or condemn us simply for being afraid. We wouldn't express our fears to God if we didn't have faith that our cries for help will move him to action on our behalf. Mind blown. Yes. So good. Holy. Isn't it? So good. And I was just like, oh, you... (sighs) You want me to come to you if I'm afraid. You're not sat there being like, well, you know, I tell you not to fear, so what are you doing? Get rid of it. Right. Yeah, going to him with our fear is, yeah, this act of faith that he hears us, that he wants to know, that he's interested, that he wants to comfort us, that he wants to, like, show us um, how to not be afraid. Mm. Like, what he's saying about whatever we're afraid about, like, that just, I think that really like put a different perspective on fear for me. I love that. Wow. Oh man, that's so like, we're going to end on that note because that was like such a good <laughs> little wisdom nug. Preach. Josh, thank you for being here on our podcast. Pleasure. Also just hanging out with us today. I loved it. Loved it. Yes. 
thank you so much, Josh. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, guys. Giving people some some weekly help and hope and fun. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. Yeah, we love it. We're having, we're having a great time. I can tell. I can tell. That's what's amazing. <laughs> yeah, if any of you um, listening would like to share your story of faith during the pandemic, please do get in touch with us on our Facebook page. We're also now on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. So if you're listening, we'd love it if you could give us a quick review. It really helps us reach more listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And both of us, we love making new friends. As I said before, (laughs) I only basically got three, so I need some more. But thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a very Josh exit right there. Yeah, right. Well, everyone else has been like, okay, bye. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah, that was that's such great. a good episode. Oh, I loved it, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're so privileged. Is this- <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you know? <laughs>